0: The guests on Love Hurts occasionally use some adult language and go into some more intense subject matter, but that's kind of how real life works anyway. This is Love Hurts. I'm Brian Berlin. Today's guests are Matt and Marianne Alspa. Matt and Marianne are writers and performers living in Austin. Matt and Marianne may be married today, but they each experienced very different types of heartbreak on their path to finding each other. They each found themselves acting so differently than they had in previous relationships, and felt that each of them found each other at the right time. Matt, Marianne, thanks so much for coming in today. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having us. Yes. I'm glad you could be here.
1: Yeah, we're glad to be here too.
0: Right before you head out across the country. That's right. Yep.
2: Down to Texas.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Just come here, and I think I mean it's an honor too because you're my first double double guest. Ooh, hey. double trouble! <laughs> yeah, this is all going to be trouble. Yeah, I guess we should also state up front that you two are married. Yes,
1: so, yes. Yes, and boy does that love hurt. Yeah, that's <laughs> and married that's love. Probably is not going to be so much love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're probably not going so much into your love since that love is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But, it's um, really
2: good, guys, really good.
0: <laughs> I know you wanted to talk a bit about kind of like how you got here and sort of that journey. Yeah. Mm. Cool. So, yeah, where? who wants to start? Where or Where do you want to start?
1: I don't know, sweetie, you or well, me.
2: I think you should go first.
1: Okay. Uh, well, obviously, here with Marianne, now my wife, um, never, ever did I think this would go here. Um, Because for the first (laughs) time, yeah, uh, for the first time in my life, I tried doing something where I wasn't the best friend. Yeah, that was a big pattern in my life all the way up until literally I kind of realized, oh, I could just be a friendly guy. If there's someone I'm interested in, I don't have to prove to them that I'm going to be the perfect partner five years down the road. I don't have to do any of that. Um, but there was a lot of relationships that I had with really good friends who I cared about that always ended with some type of pain or feeling of lost opportunity or wasted time. That was yeah. the worst.
0: Yeah. That thing of like, I- I like this person. I don't exactly know how to tell this person I like them. So I'll just like be in their life for a long time, hoping that something happens and then like nothing happens. And yeah. then you're yeah. like, Oh shoot, I should have said something sooner or. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it never was like all
1: my friends, these girls who I were, was interested in, I really did care about as people and yes. as friends. Yeah, 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 It was just always that feeling that in the end it's all going to work out.
0: And nope.
2: Such a hopeless romantic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I feel like I lived a lot of that for a while too, where of like there's an intimacy to being close with somebody regardless of the romantic feelings, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like sometimes that gets like confusing in it all of like Mm -hmm. being close with somebody and then not knowing what that means past that, I guess. Right.
1: Yeah. Just that idea of like, oh, this relationship will go somewhere. And it's hard to realize that a relationship could be totally, completely formed as you're in it. And if you don't know that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I'm the opposite. I was in lots of long term relationships. Um, I dated the same guy uh, all through high school and most of college. And then when I moved to New York, I dated uh, a bunch of different guys um, and was like always dating people. (laughs) Never in the friend zone,
0: <laughs> yeah. So you were just always fully committed yes. into the into the relationships that you found yourself in?
2: Yes, yes, definitely. Um, which is we were pretty opposite in that aspect, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, it worked out wonderfully uh, because she asked me out on a date. I did. And I, for the first time, was like, I'm not going to make anything of this. This is just going to be fun. And I made so little of it, I didn't realize it was a date. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was an improv show at UCB, and I brought our friend Ari <laughs> to go watch improv on a date. And she was staying there were two tickets and I'm like, Oh, we need another one for Ari.
2: <laughs> and I was like, wait a second. And I had just gotten out of a very long relationship. Um, before I asked Matt out, um, I was in a year long relationship on and off, uh, maybe even more than a year, like a year and a half, um, with, uh, another comedy guy that, um, I had met in a class and we had, Kind of dated. I mean, we just had like a very passionate relationship. Like, he was definitely opened up something inside of me that was like, oh, you don't have to be like completely committed to one person. You can just like be in the moment and experience. <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was kind of a weird thing for me because I learned about like being in an open relationship and I realized like that's not for me. And I got very jealous, especially in the small community we were in when I would see him with other people and be like, Wait, I thought we were hanging out tonight, like just very naive and
0: Yeah, cuz that's a scenario where you don't want to like negate what their kind of situation is. I guess it's like that's the improv it's like the improv mind in you of <laughs> yeah. like yes and okay, yeah. and then you're like wait, no, I don't like that like this is not for me.
2: Yeah, I was like wait, but he's leaving the bar with that girl. Like I- We
0: came here together, like what- Yeah, like I know
2: what he's doing. Um Yeah, so it was kind of a tumultuous relationship that would go like back and forth with like, okay, we'll be exclusive. No, I'm not quite ready to like give up my freedom. And I think a lot of women experience that in the dating world in New York City, always looking for the next best thing. Uh,
0: Yeah, there is such a weird thing about New York City. And I feel like people have that, like it's literally on their mind that like there's just so many people out there. So they feel that like the second they feel that like, ah, this isn't going somewhere, they could just kind of, jump off and like find another thing to jump onto. Mm -hmm. yeah and that
2: was not like what i was used to because i was like steady like commitment i'm in sign me up like let's do it and so this was a new relationship and territory for me and um through that relationship i gained so much confidence i was just like he's gonna flirt with that girl over there i'm gonna flirt with this guy and like (laughs) it was uh it was probably not the best thing to do for myself, but uh, I learned a lot and it gave me the confidence to ask Matt out. Uh, And I I did not think me and Matt would be together and never in my wildest dreams did I think I would marry him. Mm -mm. (laughs) Uh, He was gonna be a rebound. I was like, I'm gonna hook up with him and it's gonna be great, he's so cute. And it turned into so much more.
0: So yeah, when you and Matt like went on this date, like how long had it been since you had broken up with that guy that you were in that kind of like quasi open relationship with?
2: Man, we we had an epic breakup. Uh, We broke up at the Natural History Museum under the giant whale. Uh, It was just one of those New York moments where you're like, yeah, I think this is where everything should end. Like we should not get back together or try to be open. We should just like end it. And I said to him, because I had met Matt the week before I'd seen him around, but like I'd actually talked to him and I thought he was very cute. And so I, I said to the guy, I said, if you end this, if you break up with me, like this is it. There's somebody else that I'm going to ask out and I'm going to do it. And it was Matt.
0: <laughs> so you had like Matt on your radar. A little oh, bit. yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was like, this will be great because I'll be heartbroken, you know, because of this long relationship ending. And um, I will... Uh, have Matt to rebound on and it'll be fun and he seems harmless you know he's not gonna like <laughs> he's definitely not gonna break my heart you know and
0: um, I mean he didn't break that's true he didn't break your heart no <laughs>
2: he did not he committed
0: hard to not breaking your heart <laughs> yeah. yeah big time I yes it on harmless. yeah
2: I asked him out it was like over Facebook it was like one of those like hey what are you doing do you want to see a show uh kind of thing yeah
1: like looking back it, it was just so obviously clear Marianne was very, very, very into trying to start uh, hanging I was flirting, out. flirting, yeah. You were flirting hard. <laughs> yeah. And I was just on the opposite end where, like, when she said Matt is on the radar, I, like, turned off radar intentionally yeah, for, like, like, the first time.
0: Yeah, you had that thing in your head where you were – you had spent so much time being like so aware of your mm-hmm. relationships with women and your surroundings that you were just like, this is not helping me at all. I have to like nope. shut this down. Yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. It was just a matter of, I'm just going to have fun. I'm just going to take care of today. And I'm not even going to contemplate a tomorrow.
2: Yeah. yeah it was great it worked it worked out so well because I feel like you know our first date he brought Ari and I was like, oh my gosh like this guy's an idiot <laughs> and so I was like, I'll make it very clear so I texted him later and I was like, hey next time don't bring someone on our date you know it was like mm. oh yeah 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 oh uh, that was a date yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs>
2: mm. um, and then we went on a, another date the next the next weekend and it was yeah. it went really well and I like enjoyed conversation with him which I
1: Yeah, we spent a lot of time like really talking and listening, and like as opposed to. I was still
2: trying to sleep with him though. Right away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she was flirting hard. (laughs) Uh, It was just like the opposite though for me, where I wasn't listening to get something; I was actually just listening.
2: Yeah, because we didn't have a pre-established relationship.
1: No, no, it was just another person from the theater.
2: Yeah.
0: So for you, I feel like that probably was like a different. For Matt, like it was like different for you and how you had handled things since like a lot of the people you were somewhat pursuing were people that you're already like close with to mm-hmm. a point so it was like for somebody to be like totally new in your life you had like a totally different way of kind of coming at it
1: absolutely and plus too uh for whatever reason i hadn't lived at home in a long time at this point it was probably like five or six years but there always was this feeling being from my hometown that if i got involved in a relationship with somebody and it didn't work out Their parents are going to find out. Their grandparents (laughs) will find out. Somehow at church, their grandparents will tell my grandparents. And it would just be this family drama. Oh,
2: God. Catholic guilt. Yeah,
1: right? (laughs) Whereas, like, when we started hanging out together, I never, ever... She's from another world. She's from Texas. I'm from Connecticut. It's can't get more opposite than that. Uh, So there was no connection to get in between us. It was literally just us and it was freeing
2: yeah and i was so confident with matt i mean i was like i knew what i wanted i went after it and i was like he's cute i'm gonna hook up with him and when i found myself having these conversations with him and and we after we did hook up i was like wow like i really i really like him like he the morning after well we we didn't really hook up i guess we just made out but he called me on the phone, like not a text, like my phone was ringing. It was like 9 a.m. I was like, this is a total butt dial. I was like, hello? And he's like, hey, I wanted to let you know I had a great time last night. I'm sorry I had to leave. Like, let's hang out again. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is not going to be like a <laughs> casual. <laughs> this is not something
0: you're going to be able to just like easily slip out of no
2: um but then of course you know uh
1: what a creep that guy was <laughs> calling at 9 a.m the day after <laughs>
2: <laughs> i know right <laughs> hello
0: i'm up doing my laundry Hi, how uh, are you you early, were at story pirate <laughs> got show. an early saturday morning going just wanted to say hello yeah yeah
2: <laughs> i was like oh my gosh yeah of course and then and then i started to become really happy and uh of course the the ex showed back up you know in oh yeah true fashion um You know, because he broke up with me, and and I was happy. And I didn't expect to find happiness so soon. And um, there was, like, an epic point in, in my life where he was like, I want you back. And me and Matt's relationship was still pretty fresh. And it was like, do I leave this really amazing guy and, like, try again with this guy that I'd been off and on with for so long? And something inside me was like, don't do it. Like, just... You don't know Matt that well, but you can get to know him better. And uh, it was your it was your uh, birthday weekend. You had invited mm-hmm. me to go to Connecticut, which we'd only been like fucking around for like three months. And he was like, uh, "You know, do you want to come meet my mom?" And I was like, "Holy shit!"
1: Well, there was more people there. It wasn't <laughs> just my mom. I was <laughs> like, you guys,
2: it was just his mom <laughs> and me <laughs> and one huge pie. <laughs>
1: Yeah, pizza pie.
2: Yeah, Connecticut style. Yeah. And so I was like, wow, okay.
1: Even at this point, though, I remember her saying, like, this uh, guy uh, is still like wanting to hang out. And my instinct was to be nice about it. He was and to just be like, <laughs> I want you to be friends. That's wonderful. Like, that's really good. I don't want you to have a former relationship where you like hate the guy. Um, but like now, being real with myself, that bothered me so much. And I would remember thinking afterwards like no don't don't do that like we we have a good thing we both feel it but again i could just hear myself going into that self-given pattern of yeah i'm gonna. i just want you to like I- i'm gonna be there for you yeah as you go f- find something yeah with this guy.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, i mean it really worked i mean that was so mean of me to do and a part of me was like how could i do that but It was so important, I think, for me to like make that decision consciously and be like, because that was a pattern I could have fallen back into super easily. And then I wouldn't get to be married to this amazing man. You know, (laughs) (laughs) it was like, it was a big moment in my life.
1: Mm, Me too.
0: Yeah, because there's, I mean, for that, I mean, that specifically, like there's such a part of that that is like dealing sort of with your past, right? Like Mm -hmm. in your past kind of like person that you were of being in these relationships and i guess that one was like a little bit of a different situation but yeah just that thing of like what the comfort of even though it wasn't always great but like just the fact that it was like a year a year and a half with somebody it's like there's like weight to that
2: yeah definitely and i mean it wasn't obviously it wasn't my longest relationship but it was definitely the most adult you know we had talked about moving in together which would have been a disaster (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty crazy. I mean, my life would be totally different if I had made another choice.
1: Yeah, just something about going with your gut in a moment and not necessarily just going with your, well, I don't know. Is there a difference between your gut and your instinct? I guess it's the same. Yeah. But in a way, I feel like my instinct was to just always be this one thing. And yeah, in and- this moment, it felt like my gut was just like, just have fun. This is a really fun, present person. And so much more developed out of that.
2: Yeah. I mean, Matt had gone to a lot of therapy, obviously, before um, we got together. And I think that really shows in our relationship and in where he was and how confident he was. And it's really attractive.
0: Yeah. You two are are good for each other, but it's like you also seem to kind of almost like catch each other at the right moment
2: Mm -hmm. to be
0: like ready for each other. Like the fact that you're good for each other, but also being ready to kind of like commit. The way you committed. Totally. Mm
2: -hmm. I once um, was told by my aunt that uh, women choose the guy and the guys just choose the time, you know? (laughs) Mm. But uh, I don't think that that's our case, really. I mean,
1: no, I don't feel like I chose the time. I honestly felt like I was in a place where the time chose me. And I guess I was just like so feeling good about myself and so in tune with you that all the other stuff from before while it was still in me, it didn't feel like it had as much weight as
2: I gave it. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, he has a lot of female friends. That was one thing when we got together where I was like, wow, you have a lot of female friends. And he's a really good listener and he's very kind and generous. And um, I think that is probably why he was in the friend zone for a long time. Because I know women like that who keep – like their best guy friend who is like quote unquote harmless. who's not going to like, you know, hit on them. And at a time of when they're like sad and crying, you know, over a boy and Matt is very, very good listener.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's like easy to listen to certain people. Other times it's work. And uh, like all the other times I was making it work.
0: Yeah. Like it, it felt like there was this thing and I, I'm saying this cause like I kind of felt this too when I was at that point in time where it's like, Th- there was a thing in you of, like, this is, like, being a good person. Like, I want to be a good person. This is, like, an- a quality of being a good person. And, like, I don't want to cause drama. And I'm just, like, a support. Like, I'm just, like, a support system. Mm-hmm. Right? And just, like, then not so much caring, like, worrying about yourself. Right? Like the- and that And, like, cause when you get in those circumstances, sometimes I feel like you, yeah, you're not paying attention to you and, like, taking care of yourself. And it feels like that's something that... You know, you go into therapy and just getting to a point of like being like, oh, yeah, now I'm in a better place where I know like what I need and what I should be putting out there kind of in a way. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It really was at the perfect point in my life where I truly was taking care of myself and trusting that like I was a good guy. And I didn't need to like show it.
0: Yeah, like this it, weird. I'm proving this by being right. here. It's
1: like, oh, I'm right-handed. Let me prove it to you. <laughs> it's like, No, you're right-handed. That will be noticeable to people. You don't have to act.
0: Yeah, out. you just need to like live your life. And, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I think like going back a little bit more, like before we started dating, um, like if she met me two years before, I I don't think she would have been like we probably just might have been friends. Uh, I wasn't in a healthy place emotionally, physically. I was at like my balloon weight. Uh, I was drinking a lot, smoking a lot, um, and I was just kind of like in this rut that I put myself in after I had this relationship with a really good friend, like my best friend that uh, fizzled out, and it ended on just this like awkward drunken night where everything that I imagined would happen didn't, and both of us did not respond to it, Um, and it was just like very much like I felt hopeless. I felt lost. And just out of nowhere, something clicked where I was like, I, I just need to take care of myself. I'm like, really, I just got to take care of myself and trust that whoever comes into my life, I could handle. I could handle how I react to it. I can't handle them.
2: Yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean, I defined myself a lot through a lot of the guys I was dating, you know, like um, that's something that i was working on and when i met matt i didn't feel like i had to be anything but myself you know and that was so freeing and like oh you don't eat this certain diet you don't do this certain hobby like it was just like oh yeah you just care about me and all of me
1: and it was super refreshing too to be with somebody who like (laughs) we joke about it now but very clearly was like I'm into you. Like, this is a date. Oh, yeah. Where it felt like for me, I didn't have didn't to keep myself. Friend. Yeah, I didn't have to keep myself penned into, okay, I'll just buy my time. Like, I'll be a friend with this person because I want to be a friend. But in the end, everything will unveil itself to be what it should be.
0: Yeah, you didn't have to worry about this, like, weird line that you're, like, had to be walking and weren't sure, like, Yeah. do yeah. I cross it? Did, like, it was very clear, that, like, this oh, is what yeah. we're going into and this is we, how we feel yeah. about each other. And then, like, being I- able to develop through that.
2: Yeah, I yeah. mean, whenever, um, but after our first date that he brought someone on uh, ended, <laughs> that next weekend I went to the drama bookshop where he was working to stalk him, like literally <laughs> to show up and be like, hey, and he wasn't there. And I was like, oh, so I texted him, or I Facebook messaged you, because I don't even think I had your number at that time. But no, you don't. I Facebooked him and was like, hey, where are you? I'm at the drama bookshop, I'm here to see you. And he's like, oh, I'm off today. And I was like, well, how am I supposed to stalk you if you're not here? And he was like, well, I'm in my apartment in Harlem. I was like, great, I'm on my way. And he goes, I'm taking a shower. And I said, leave the door unlocked. Like, it was very forward. Like, there was no very way. Very creepy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Let's just call it what it is. You were a creep. He's and coming I, on and I And I was into it. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, oh, this is nice.
0: Well, yeah. And, it, and it, you had this thing where you were kind of like, feeling each other out and got got to a point where you're like oh yeah we're both into this yeah. thing and it was it's i feel like it's nice to be able to just kind of like open open that up a bit and not be so worried about like how you're going to come off to the other person and like every like first three dates you go on with somebody right there's that constant like oh if i say this are they okay and this and just be like i'm just gonna say what i feel and just like let that come out right yeah, yeah absolutely
1: uh, it was just very, very easy to talk with each other and to like realize we both had the same sensibility.
0: Yeah. Probably
1: because we were both drawn to doing improv. So mm-hmm. naturally we just had that connecting energy. <laughs> playful. Playfulness. Yeah. It's yeah. super, super playful, super jokey, even to this day. Uh, and like looking back, it was just so enforced. And I like cannot stress that enough about how much everything up to my mid twenties felt like it was just so forced. Uh, like, like, Uh, people who who I clearly felt something for emotionally, who I care about as individuals, but it just always felt like I forced myself to be in that role because it's all I knew. Like I forced myself to be the listener. I forced myself to be the shoulder that they would cry on. Yeah, I forced myself to be the best friend, even though they had boyfriends and it was never, ever like I'm going to sweep her off her feet and it's going to be like, he's going to be in the dust and we're going to be very, very happy. It just always felt like, things will work itself out. You are doing all the right things. Yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> and it never did, thank yeah, God. like,
0: you weren't even trying to actively, like... Make something fall apart, so things would work out for you. You were just like, "I'm just gonna wait this out." Yeah, like, oh. yeah,
1: yeah. Like a guy who always has one seat in a baseball stadium. who's yeah. like, "All right, if I sit here long enough, I'm gonna catch a home run." Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. "Oh, all the home runs are getting hit yeah. to the left field. You're in right. You're
0: not, nah, I'm staying here. You're in foul territory. There can't." <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: technically, it's not a home run. run. Okay, and the no
2: ball. more sports. And no you're more sports. Bets. You don't want yeah. to just
1: go sports references for
2: the rest <laughs> of the. <thing>. Ah,
1: boo! <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I think it's interesting because you know I dated my high school sweetheart all through college too. And once I realized that wasn't happening, like I wasn't getting my fairy tale, the person I lost my virginity to was not going to be my husband. Yeah
0: that's like a big yeah, especially And you said you're from Texas, right? Like, there's yeah. probably even, like, a whole, oh like, yeah. extra pressure around just that, yeah. like, upbringing in Not that really world.
2: from my parents, but, yeah, from the society. Just, like, the like, yeah,
0: idea, like, that, like, yeah. the town you grew up in, right? There's oh probably a lot of, like, high school sweethearts yeah. that get married. My and, best
2: friend, yeah. yeah. I mean, mm. they, they dated other people, but they're perfect for each other. But, um, yeah, it's, there's a lot of pressure. And, and you define yourself through other people a lot, you know, in your adolescence. And mm-hmm. that's what I did through him and... So when I got to New York and I was like, wow, I can date all these different kinds of guys. Like, it was great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, yeah. Like, did you feel did you feel that like for dating somebody for nine years? Like when that ended, was there a thing where you're just kind of like, I don't really know who I am? Like, yeah, that, like re kind of finding your identity yeah. because I I'd I'd never so kissed tied. anyone else. Yeah. Like it
2: was like. Going on first dates, I, you know, I did like the OK Cupid thing. And then I would just, I went on a random date with a guy from the subway. I was so naive. <laughs> I was just like, if they smiled at me, I was like, hi, like, are, you want to go on a date? You know, I was just like very, uh, e- you know, excited to meet different kinds of people. So,
0: yeah, like being with the same person for such a long time and the only person you were with, and then being like, oh, wow, there's just so many people here that yeah. I can meet mm-hmm. and like learn about yeah. and find. Yeah, like,
2: and then after I dated like a slew of New Yorkers and I was like, man, this sucks. No one wants to be exclusive. I ended up dating a guy back in Texas, like long distance. Oh, wow. That was, it was, oh, it was really hard. But, um, and then I had met this guy while doing improv and broke up with a guy in Texas and was like, <laughs> okay, let's try this. And um, yeah, it was, I learned so much though about myself in this relationship um, before Matt. It was just. I was, uh,
0: yeah, because it feels like with that relationship specifically and you being put kind of in a place that you weren't comfortable with, right? Of like yeah. being in this sort of open relationship that as a result, you sort of learned some things about like not only you, but then like what you wanted, right? Yes,
2: what I wanted and what, um, the power that women have and the power that I, that I had, you know, I was like, oh, I, I guess I just didn't have that confidence until I, Saw like I can flirt with anyone right now, like and people are smiling back at me, and people want to sleep with me, which was really empowering in a weird way. Mm.
0: <laughs> Matt's like, oh, I'm good oh, at yeah, just sorry, that, that sorry. kind of uh, mm. <laughs> yes, agreed, agreed.
2: <laughs>
0: how how long were you to, like you got married earlier this year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, how long were you together before that?
1: About three years, a little over. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I like, honestly, just, I don't, it does I don't even count. I'm just like, every day is like a new fun day.
1: Yeah. It's weird. Like before I felt like with a relationship, things would be so much more definitive. And if I would hear somebody say like, Oh God, how many years have we been married? I don't even know. (laughs) Immediately my mind would be like, you're not in love. (laughs) Like you don't know this. Come on. You're in the wrong relationship. Uh, But now I'm just like, no, it's just like, it's just one big day, you know, like it's all the same.
0: Yeah, you're kind of just in it versus like thinking yeah. about yeah. the numbers behind it. Yeah, like yeah. tallying yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Like yep. present
2: yep. all the time. Yeah.
0: yeah. And yeah. did you feel like, so in those like three years, you know, it both seemed like you were kind of on board from the beginning of just like, I'm into yeah. this thing and I'm ready to just see where this goes. But was there ever a point when you were like, I don't know if I'm ready for this step? Like, was there a step along the way that felt like, well, like big or like? When, yeah. I got,
2: when I got sick, right? When I got my blood clot.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that was a big defining moment. Um, That was kind of like the first time where when she had a blood clot and she was in the hospital, it just occurred to me like, what would I do without
2: her? He lost it. He like, I mean, I was cracking jokes, you know, like keeping it real light. And he was scared. And I thought, oh, fuck, like he loves me a lot. Like you could just see it in his eyes.
1: Yeah. And it, it felt like at that point, anything that I ever regretted in my life was because I did something too long or um i waited too long to do it and then there was just something that's just kind of kicked off in my head this idea of like like it works like why wait uh let's just go for it
2: which is crazy like um but that but
1: it's like insane that we even got to that because i remember (laughs) when she talked about wanting to move in together i was like okay yeah that sounds good (laughs) and then uh, immediately within a week i was like Going back to therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, how do I, I gotta, make sense I of this? I have a lot of feelings I gotta work <laughs> yeah. them out. I can't yeah. tell you all right now uh, because I like you. I yeah. don't wanna hurt yeah, you. I don't wanna throw all this at you at once. I'll but throw I'm, it at like, a stranger yeah. who I give money yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, and it was like very, very obvious, like even talking in that therapy of like how much I cared for, it was just like this idea of change to me um, is always terrifying. Yes. But then, like, yeah. every single time I've done a change, it was terrifying before. But after it happened, it was always so good, and I took to it so much easier than I thought. It was just thinking about it, where I was my own worst enemy. I like dug myself into this dark place, but just being like going through it, you know, was just nothing but like fun. Occasional snippy arguments, because, you know, we both got our egos. I'm
2: crying over here.
1: It's a podcast. They can't see.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. I just, I felt like um, I did not know how lucky I was until, like, he, like, after that moment. Like, I just, like, how did I... Deserve this from just like such a random like hookup, you know? <laughs> like, well, <that. laughs>
1: it was so funny too. Like at our wedding, um my friends and family were talking to her friends and family, and one constant thing that kept coming up was how much they each said, like, oh, thank God Matt came into Marianne's life uh, because like she was like, Bruh. and then my family, like, that's interesting because we're like, thank God Marianne came into <laughs> Matt's life because he was like, what are you doing, pal? <laughs> and like in retrospect, I'd hear that and go, What are you talking about? Like, were we that bad off? But it's like, no, we just like, we clicked. But there was a lot of moments before that where it didn't click.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was the first girl that you really brought home. Yeah. And I saw it in his mom's eyes. The second I saw her, she was like, you know, you're here. And and that was (laughs) pressure, but I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yes, I'm here. Gosh! Thank you for raising such a wonderful man.
1: Yeah, they like, put
2: on a show for Matt when we when I brought him home to Texas.
1: Oh boy! Right away, they're trying to recruit me. Matt, don't you just think Houston will be so nice? <laughs> Wear
2: these boots. Like yeah. my mom had a whole outfit for him. Huh? It's
1: a, it's December 30th and it's 70
0: degrees. <laughs> I was like yeah, that is nice. Well, I guess, <laughs> you got me. There. I mean, I guess they kind of won because you're. They did. Yeah.
1: They did win. It was actually interesting because before I met Marianne, I went out to L.A uh, in San Fran for almost two weeks. And that was my first time ever really leaving the East coast. And there was just something about that mentality and that vibe and that pace of life that was just so appealing to me. And looking back, it felt like, yeah, it was the difference that I was intoxicated by. It wasn't necessarily the place entirely. And, um, I just remember that was just when we started dating. Cause mm-hmm. I was texting you It was in April.
2: Yeah. I got you those disposable cameras. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's right. And uh, I, I, yeah, I just remember coming back and just feeling like that place was wonderful. I loved it. I wish you could have been there. I wish we could have done that together. And now thinking about this move to Austin, it's like all the same feelings, but it feels like it's not nearly as scary because like I'm going with someone. Yeah. You're getting to
0: do it with the person you want to do it with.
1: Right. Right. So it's just. Even
2: if you don't want to do it with me. You got no choice, yeah. you really
0: <laughs> That's right. I have no choices threats, anymore. Threats. they like, yeah, threats. This has turned into a hostage situation. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, no. <laughs> uh, <early. laughs> Thanks so much for doing this, guys. Thanks for yeah, having us. Yeah. Thank
1: you so much, man.
0: Um, yeah, I know you're both moving to Austin, but are, are, do you have like websites? If people, are there things that you want to tell people about that you do in the world that yeah they should know about?
2: Um Instagram, Marion
0: Um,
1: Instagram, haha, Matt Alspa, A L S P A U G H. And that's
0: it at the moment. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for doing this. Thanks, thanks. man. I love you, Matt.
1: I love you. I love you, Brian. <laughs> oh, thanks. I love you guys. <laughs>
0: Love Hurts is produced, hosted, and edited by Brian Berlin. Theme music by Mickey Hommel. Show art by Caroline Mallon. You can find Love Hurts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about it. You can find Love Hurts on Instagram and Twitter at lovehurtspod, And our website is lovehurtspod.com. I'm Brian Berlin, and this is Love Hurts.